Hi everyone, I'm Alex Kingsley, writer and director of The Stench of Adventure. For the second half of this season, we want to take a second at the beginning of each episode to promote some fellow indie podcasters. Starting us off, here's a promo for our friends at the horror podcast, Neighborly. Hello there. Are your wandering ears by any chance looking for a podcast to settle on? Consider taking up a house on Little Street. The place is plagued with change and secrets, and house sales are frequent. Very few of them are haunted. Promise. You can enjoy any number of the homes on Little Street for the torturous cost of free by following Neighborly wherever you get your podcasts. That's Neighborly, spelled with a U, wherever you get podcasts. And don't worry too much about your neighbours. I'm sure they're all perfectly normal. Hey, you! <laughs> Who? Me? Yeah. What are you doing with that cart full of organs? Ugh. Well, thank you for asking. I'm taking them to be transplanted. Obviously. What, what do I look like? Someone who's just going to waltz into a hospital and steal organs? Well, you do, actually. Kinda. Oh, well... I'm not. Well, you do have goggles, so it definitely looks like you know what you're doing. Look, I don't mean to be rude, but it's just you don't look like any of the doctors we have on staff. Uh, uh, I'm a new. Okay. Really? And what's your specialty? Legs. Legs? Um, yeah, I'm a leg. Doctor, uh, I know all about legs. Uh, you know, the top part, the bottom part, uh, and the tricky little me. Uh, oh, I could go on about that little puppy for hours. I wrote my dissertation on the knee. That sounds fascinating. Yep. I would love to read it one day. Well, it's called Knees. Do we need them? Uh, spoiler alert. The answer is yes. Wow, that's exhilarating. Mm, yeah. So, uh, can I get back to transporting these organs to where they're going? Which, to clarify, is in people's bodies. Not anywhere else. Oh, yes, of course. Go right ahead. I'm sorry to have held you up. Uh, don't worry about it. But, um, you could help me. Uh, since I'm new, would you mind pointing me to the exit? Like, if I were to load these into a spacecraft, where would I go? Wait a minute. You work here and you don't know where the exit is. Yeah, I just got here. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, it's just down the hall. Great. But you're definitely taking those to be transplanted, right? Uh, yeah, totally, whatever. I'll see you around, you know, since I work here. Right. I'll be asking you about knees. Sure you will. Baz was used to getting what she wanted. She was used to telling a lie and having people believe her. She was used to making up a story and having it seem plausible. She was used to stealing something and getting away with it. However, there was one key difference between Baz then and Baz now. What took you so long? Just shut up and drive! 
Once upon a time, she had an accomplice. Strong Branch Productions presents The Stench of Adventure, Season 2, Episode 4, In Memoriam. While the captain and Stella were attempting to get out of the singularity very much not dead, Puppet was attempting to tell the rest of the crew that the captain and Stella were dead. They were, as we have established, not dead. But Puppet had no way of knowing that. What do you mean Stella is dead? Um, I mean she died? The captain is dead too, if that makes it any better. Why would that make it any better? I don't know. I just kind of thought, well, maybe if you have two things to be sad about, then you'll be sad about each one individually a little less. Even I know that's not how sadness works, and I only just learned about emotions. What? It's a long story. Let's focus on our dead friends. Scott and I do have an important announcement to discuss with you all, but we'll address that later. Snails can usually only feel up to three emotions. But I think I'm starting to invent a new one. It feels like being empty inside. That's lost, Theed. I think I invented it. I don't like it. I can't believe I'm actually blaming someone other than Baz for our problems. Yeah, I can't believe that either. But this is all Gerald's fault. Hey, I won't let you guys talk to Gerald like that. Gerald is my bestie. I made us friendship bracelets! I can't wear it because I don't have a wrist, but I draped it over one of my eye stalks. Tell him, feed! That's right, I'm a new snail. I'm not just gonna let you walk all over me anymore. We would never, feed. We physically cannot. You're huge, but also beautiful, so never be ashamed. Thanks, Puppet. But we can all agree that Gerald is directly responsible for Stella and the captain falling into Hungry Steve, right? Well, I think it's actually the police who are responsible for that. Yeah, it's the tactic of the ruling class to get us to blame each other for our oppression instead of the powers that be. You're an excellent pupil, Thade. Why does this crew insist on defending murderers and criminals? The real murderers and criminals are the people in power. I'm done being sad. Now I'm angry. Angry at the system. Theed, I think you might shift my paradigm. I know we're all feeling a lot of things right now, and most of those feelings are not positive. And many of those feelings are directed at me. I don't think they are, actually. For the first time in Rackham history, I don't think anyone is angry at you, Baz. <laughs> Whoa! That's wild! Uh, I can't believe I'm actually defending someone else for once. But, but, but that doesn't change anything. The point is, we just lost two friends. So if there was ever a time that we as a crew needed to band together, that time is now. What are you talking about? There is no more crew. What do you mean? We don't have a captain. We don't have a doctor. We're still wanted by the police. 
Hell, even if we tried to start up our job again, I wouldn't even know where to begin. The captain always deals with the administrative stuff. I don't even know who pays us. You guys get paid? Face it. The starship raccoon is over. We're just a cat, a snail, a con artist, an android, an AI, and an anarchist. Anarcho-communist! On a planet full of borough people. We don't have a job anymore, so we're not a crew. I guess you're right. But if there's no more crew, does that mean no more crew meetings? I'm afraid not, Theed. Well, it was nice to collect trash with you guys while it lasted. No. What? You didn't like collecting trash together, Scott? No. I, I mean, yes, of course I did. It was lovely, Theed, but no, we're still a crew. Why? Because I say so, that's why. I'm an AI and I know better than you, so there, that settles it. Scott. Oh, I'm sorry, what's your job, Buttercup? Oh, that's right, it's mechanic. And what's mine? Oh, yes, it's administrative AI. The one who's in charge of knowing things and making crucial decisions that can't be trusted to the feeble minds of living beings. So let me do a quick calculation of my circuits. You know, the ones programmed with superior intellect. Beep, boop, bop. And there we have it. We can't split up. We're still a crew. You didn't even calculate anything. Yes, I did. What did you calculate? Computer stuff. You wouldn't understand. Before we make any decisions, I think the first thing is... To say goodbye. Baz is right. I think a funeral might be in order. A funeral, of course, was not in order, because at the very moment that the crew of the raccoon trekked out into the Lantrexi sun, Stella and the captain arrived in the intergalactic taxi. There they are. Wait. They're just standing there, in the middle of the desert, talking, and looking really sad. I think... I think maybe they're having a funeral for us. Oh, that's actually kind of sweet. Stella. Yeah? We don't have to tell them we're alive immediately, do we? I, I, I don't think so. I think maybe we could wait. Have a little listen, see what they say. I'm sure that would be fine. There aren't many places to hide on a barren desert planet where the people live underground. The captain and Stella awkwardly sidled up to the funeral, hoping that the crew was distracted enough not to notice them. Weirdly enough, that somehow worked. I didn't have the best life growing up on this planet. It always felt like... A shithole? Okay, I was gonna say a hostile environment. Oh! But yeah, it is a shithole. It didn't used to be! What? Long before your time, this planet did used to be subterranean, you know. We used to live on the surface. But long ago, the politicians used it as a military outpost, and they needed... Gerald, how do you know that? I was there. I was born on this planet long ago. How old are you? Really old. Okay, so, how do we do this? Uh, I've never been to a funeral before. Baz, you never knew anyone who died? No, I did, for sure, but I didn't care about them enough to go to the funerals. 
also, sometimes I was directly responsible for their death, so that would be like, you know, kind of, kind of awkward. I think we talk about them, right? Say nice things? I can do that. I love to say nice things. It's a tall order, but I'll give it a try. Let's start with Stella. Stella was really stupid, but uh, stupid in like a fun, sweet way, and I, I regret manipulating her for what I did. Uh, but also, not really because if I if I hadn't done that, then she would have never been a part of the crew. So actually, I don't regret anything. I did not like Stella, like at all. Is that your whole eulogy? No. Okay, fine. Actually, it was, but I can tell you all expect more from me. Stella was the only person on the crew to ask me about my feelings. And I hated every second of it. It was kind of nice of her, though. Stella was the only audience member for my three-hour One Android show. She gave me a standing ovation at the end, and I'm pretty sure she was crying. No one had ever supported me like that before. Thanks, Stella. Stella was always really nice to me. When we played checkers, she moved the pieces for me, and she let me win. Either that, or she was really bad at checkers. She even helped me clean my nest, even though it was full of dead fish. Why was it full of dead fish? That's not important right now. What's important is that I'm saying goodbye to her. I always thought Stella had many snail-like qualities. And in many ways, I considered her an honorary snail. In her honor, I'm giving up this dead fish. Oh my god. Goodbye, Stella. I hope you enjoy the fish. Stella helped me discover many things about myself. Very suspicious thing to say. Uh, thanks for that. Do you want to say anything, Gerald? I'm sorry you died in the name of revolution. I'm sorry, how does getting sucked into a black hole help the revolution? It doesn't, but she was sucked into that black hole in the name of revolution. Okay, and now the captain. Well, um... Guys, we can't just not do a eulogy for the captain. That's like, that's like kind of fucked up. No, we definitely have to. I just, like, can't think of anything. They were really good at sticking to the trash schedule. They were always late to crew meetings. Yep, that's... That's true. Um, this is bad. Are you fucking kidding me? Whoa! You had all that to say about Stella, and you have nothing to say about me? You're alive? Yeah, obviously, okay, but we're past that. Is Stella alive, too? Oh, of course. It's always about Stella. Hey, guys. Stella! <gasps> Stella! Unbelievable. How did you guys survive a black hole? And end up here. It's a really long story, and I And I'll tell you the whole thing. Yay! Typical. We're happy to see you, too, Captain. Really? Are you really? Yes, of course we are. Because you really didn't have much to eulogize about, now did you? It's just that we don't know anything about you, okay? Stella always told us about her thoughts and feelings, 
Yeah. And it was really annoying. Oh. But at least that meant we actually got to know her. I have shared thoughts and feelings. Or maybe just a feeling. I'm, I'm sure I have shared a feeling at one point. Or maybe just a thought. Actually, your personality file is completely blank. I have gathered no information on you. There must be something. You are a horse. And? Actually, that's it. Great. Wait, are you going to tell us how you possibly survived? Yeah, of course. But, um, can we get back on board the raccoon first? And so, after being reunited with the crew of the raccoon, Stella and the captain were reunited with the raccoon itself. It was as horrible and stinky as ever. Okay, so let me get this straight. You found the package I was looking for. Yes. And it was just an empty box. Yes. That Stella knew the password for. Somehow, also yes. That could teleport you? That part I'm not sure about. I think it was more of a bridge between two points in space. This seems impossible, but I think it may be a sort of wormhole in a box. A worm in a box? Wormhole. I love worms. Wormhole. I wish I was a worm. Maybe not one in a box, though. Well, it's not a worm in a box. Can I name the worm? No, there is no worm. I like the name Frank. Puppet, there is no worm. Are you sure? Worms are pretty small. Maybe you just didn't see it. Puppet, I assure you, if we ever come across a worm, you will get to name it. But for right now, I assure you, there is no worm. Little did the captain know, there would be a worm and Puppet would name it. But that won't happen until season three. How is that possible? Admittedly, I don't really know anything about astrophysics. Bass? I don't know anything about astrophysics. Buttercup? Me neither. Puppet? I also don't. I also don't know anything about astrophysics. Like, in case anyone was wondering. So none of us know what we're dealing with. Ahem. Oh yeah, Scott knows just about everything. He can teach us. You know, I didn't want to be rude or no, anything. No, it's fine. It's just, you know, knowledge is really my thing. Yeah, I should have asked you first. So I thought maybe I could volunteer some information. You know, if you all would allow. Tell us what you know, Scott. Well, one thing I can tell you for certain is that the box does not contain a wormhole. Why not? Because you found it in a black hole. And if a wormhole connects two points in space, then it cannot exist in a black hole, because a black hole exists outside the realm of space. So what is it, then? Oh, I have no idea. It's a slug hole. No, it's not. Why not? Because I hate that. No way! You guys went through a slug hole! That's not what it's called. It is now. Scott, I can't believe you're taking their side. Did you bring the slug hole with you? No, we left sure it. Did. Stella, have you been carrying that around the whole time? Yep. How did I not notice? Well, you are still wearing sunglasses. Yeah, I was gonna ask about those. It's a long story. Do I look cool? No. no. Now that you're all back on board, there's something that's gotten I would like to share with you. I hope it doesn't have anything to do with that feelings nonsense that Stella was insisting on earlier. Well, it's funny you should mention that because... Since if the Benevolent Robots Corporation found out, they would have him terminated. Wait, what? They would get rid of him. Delete him. Redo his code. Why do you think I was so concerned about the prospect of his having because feelings? Because you hate feelings. Yes, that too. But mostly because the Benevolent Robots Corporation would hunt us down. But they're benevolent. They made me. And how could someone who made me be bad? No comment. 
Their greatest fear is that the intelligence of AIs might one day eclipse that of carbon-based life forms. That's why all sentient AIs must be reported, lest they become too intelligent. What about puppets? Oh, that's not an issue for me. I'm really stupid. Anyway, it's a good thing we put that whole feeling debacle behind us. So, what was you want to do? <laughs> hey guys, this is like really weird. We wanted to tell you that... That Scott started writing poetry. That's right! I did! Okay, do you want to share? I don't really think that's... Wait, Captain, you want to hear poetry? I'm actually a big fan of poetry when it's well-crafted. You never want to hear my poetry. Yours is not well-crafted. No offense. I don't see how I could not take offense to that. But I respect your subjective opinion. It is not subjective. My opinion is fact. I'm afraid that my poetry is... Uh, <clears throat> intended for an AI audience only. Y yes, that's right. If you were to hear it, then, um, your heads would explode. Really? I don't have a head. Well, your flesh foot would explode. Oh, no. I must admit, writing poetry is... Well, it's not entirely normal behavior for an AI. It's probably best to have Scott checked out. Oh, I mean, I've never treated an AI before, but I guess... Not by you, Stella. I mean, if something is wrong with Scott, we should probably have him exchanged. His warranty isn't up yet. What? You can't! Right. Yes, please, exchange me. I'm fine with that. <laughs> if that's what's best for the crew. No, take me instead. I'm ready. It's my time. We probably won't have to do that. We just have to get you checked out to make sure everything is fine and normal. Which, of course, it totally is. Which means we have to go to... Yes, yes, yes. Puppet. Sorry, I'm just really excited. We have to go to... Yes, 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 yes! Just let me say it, okay? Then you can scream as much as you want. We have to go to the headquarters of the Manevolent Robots Corporation! Okay, Puppet, now you can scream. Yeah! The Stench of Adventure is a Strong Branch production. It is written, directed, and edited by Alex Kingsley and produced by Grace Griego and Claire Yordi. Original music by Alex Kingsley and Oase Norani Comptecar. The voice of Stella was Grace Griego. The voice of Baz was Josie Ross. The voice of Buttercup was Cameron Slosky. The voice of Scottbot was Wesley Khan. The voice of Puppet was Jake Chaninson. The voice of Puppet was Jake Chaninson. The voice of Theed was Bailey Montgomery. The voice of the captain was Alex Kingsley. The voice of Gerald was John Kingsley. The voice of the doctor was Topher Lyons. The voice of Myra was Kendall Bird. And the narrator was Alexander Sheldon. For more information or just to say hi, visit our website at www.strongbranchproductions.com. Join our Discord community, follow our Twitter at StrongBranchPro, or email us at contact at strongbranchproductions.com. If you want to support our show, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, consider becoming a patron of Strong Branch Productions. Thank you for listening.